What's up, Let's world? Go. What do you do when <laughs> devastation invades? If you know the truth, it'll make you free. How do you move on? And whom the sun sets free, day, your life is free indeed. 24 hours, everything has drastically changed. As difficult as it may be, we must if evaluate what is lost and what is lost. Trapped in the bondage of what you used to Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. It's Pastor Free, and listen, I'm mega excited that you're locked in to another Free Indeed Friday. Please be sure to share with your friends and your family. Get them logged onto the podcast, and all y'all gonna fool around and get a blessing. Listen, there's a word designed for you that very well might set you free. Let's get our giggle in for the day. Listen, this one is called The Christian Barber. I need you to turn your thinking caps on. You can't be slow for this one. Here we go. There was a barber that thought that he should share his faith with his customers more than he had been doing lately. So the next morning when the sun came up and the barber got up out of bed, he said, today I'm going to witness to the first man that walks through my door. Soon after he opened his shop, the first man came in and said, I want to shave. The barber said, sure, just sit in the seat and I'll be with you in a moment. The barber went in the back and prayed a quick, desperate prayer saying, God, the first customer came in and I'm going to witness to him. So give me the wisdom to know just the right thing to say to him. Amen. Then quickly, the barber came out with his razor knife in one hand and a Bible in the other while saying, good morning, sir. I have a question for you. Are you ready to die? <laughs> Your boy don't just preach. He's sick with the pen. Give him a mic and he'll go in. So I'm about to give you some of this free time music. But in the words of Erica Badu, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my stuff. <laughs> Sin. With my lips I profess my love yeah. With my life maybe not so much mm. And I promise I really do care But when I would do good evil is always there <laughs> And it hurts me how much I hurt you But to get it together get I'm gonna need you In the club again, smoking just to fit constantly lying. I love you, but keep cheating on you. Why is it so doggone hard for me to remain true? After all you've done to show your love, your heart should be priceless to me. So I vow to give my all to make it up, leave it all behind. And love you faithfully. Cause I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna cause you pain. I don't want you ashamed of me. But I keep on falling, keep on doing the same thing. I don't wanna, no, 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 no. Of all my wrongs, 
Tuskegee would go in there and have these fantasies that were kind of transferring into his home. But the idea of eyes wide shut is that this couple was now torn between what appears and what is actual. The reality is, as I think about this concept, many of us in the spirit deal with the same issue. We struggle with what appears versus what is actual. Because when you look at your life, it appears that you're losing. But you keep coming to church and I keep telling you, you are victorious. That is what is actual. You look at your bank account and you say, I'm broke. I know I'm broke. I ain't got it and ain't go get it. But what is actual is that Jehovah Jireh will provide, which I have to in here. And so what happens is there are people of faith who literally are walking through the world with their eyes wide shut. I mean, you can see some of us got full eyes, but still cannot see. I'm talking about spiritual sight. What I've learned, you know most people use the phrase blind as a bat, but did you know that black bats are not actually blind? Bats can actually see, but they have been created with something called sonar, which is something like night vision, and they choose to defer to that sonar versus seeing with their eyes. I wish I had a witness. And just like that, many of us are blind as bats. God has given us spiritual sight, but instead of us walking by that spiritual sight, we depend on our bank account, we depend on our connections, we depend on our past history and experience. I wish I just had five people. I think this is going to preach itself today. Because when I look out at the people of God, I see a generation of folk that feel like you are surrounded by the enemy on every side. That it seems like you can't get ahead because when you take one step forward, the enemy knocks you three steps back. Is there anybody in the room that would declare I'm tired of drama in my marriage? I'm tired of having trouble at my job. I'm tired of this little old Negro that God gave me to raise. I'm about to choke him. I'm a struggler. I promise I'm a killer. Is there anybody else in the room like me that will declare it seems like when it rains, it pours. If it ain't one thing, it's another. It's this on top of that. And it feels like we're losing. It feels like we won't survive. It feels like God is angry at us. It feels like I will not make it. But somebody ought to declare that's just because your eyes are wide shut. When you open your eyes, you will see that this valley is about to produce a victory. This struggle is about to produce a success. And I just need about 10 of you that came to hear a word from the Lord today. That are sick and tired of being sick and tired. But you understand it's because the devil keeps putting defeat in your face. But you're tired of minimizing what God is doing in your life. And you say, Lord, today I need you to open my eyes. I need you to show me the reason for the pain I've been going through. I need you to show me, you to show me what you were developing in this heartache that I have experienced. Somebody say, Lord, open my eyes. Lord, show me the man that's the right one for me. So I'll stop settling for Mr. Right now. Lord, open my eyes. Lord, tell me if it's time to quit the job. Because I'll be going to work ready to go postal up in there. And I don't even work at the post office. Lord, open my eyes. As we look at the text, we've got a very interesting thing occurring because the Bible says that the people of God are surrounded by the enemy. And then the man of God says, Lord, open his eyes so that he can see that you are surrounding what's surrounding us. I've learned, I've learned that there's a function on the cell phone and on these high-definition cameras uh, that will allow you to take a picture that will focus on a certain thing. Uh -huh. a, little, a little square will pop up uh -huh. on whatever you're focusing on, and sometimes the focal point is clear, but what's in the background is blurry. And what happens is the devil will hold up a focal point of drama, pain, anxiety, hurt, disappointment. And what happens is you miss the God standing in the background saying, I got 
it all going while we were singing. I said it like this at 9 o'clock. My God is a photo bomber. Now, those of you who don't know what photo bombing is, let me help you. A photo bomber is like if me and Rita were taking a picture, and then a Steve just comes up behind us. He was not invited into the picture, but he posted up. He refused to be left out. He said, somebody shout because that's what God does. You've been looking at the picture of sickness, but God is in the back saying, but I'm a healer. You've been looking at the picture of poverty. God said, but I'm Jehovah Jireh. I'm the God. I need none of you to lose your mind. If you know God, keep on following God. Your family was falling apart. And he was standing in the back saying, I'm the God of peace. And if you keep your mind, stay on me. is the consequence of covenant. The Bible says that the king of Aram had raged war against the children of Israel. It says he is warring with them. They're not at war. He is warring with them. He is launching attack on them. Now the children of Israel haven't done anything wrong. They're not picking a fight. They ain't talking about nobody's mama. It's just the enemy has decided because at the end of the day, the attachment to the Almighty will produce attacks. For my Bible readers, you know the children of Israel, they are God's chosen people. They are the ones that he established his covenant with. He said, and you will be my people and I will be your God. But what people don't understand is that whenever God chooses you, he puts a target on your back. Y'all are going to miss the And the enemy can't stand that the Lord has chosen you. That's the word that somebody came to receive. Because you've been wondering, why have I been going through everything that I've been going through? And God sent you so that I could tell you it's the anointing on your life that has set you up for attacks. Guess what? If you ain't got no power, the devil ain't even bothering you. If there's no destiny in you, he will leave you alone. He only attacks those that if you ever become what God has predestined you to be, you're going to be more than I can. Come on, come back to me. And somebody ought to say, that's why I've been going through hell. That's why my heart has been broken so many times. That's why so many people have walked out of my life. Because the anointing, the favor of God on my life has targeted me. Come on, somebody in here ought to shout. Because at the end of the day, I have learned that the anointing of God calls. It calls a whole lot of folks. One of the anointing. But you need to understand that it costs to be chosen. It costs to be favored. It costs for God to give you. Come on, talk back to me. Sometimes it's going to cost you in your health. But the devil will attack your body because if he can have you stripped, then you can't accomplish. Come on, talk back to me. He'll attack your finances. Because if he can have you flustered by the fact that you're broke, you'll never fulfill your death. He'll attack your marriage. The person that you used to be so blissfully in love with. You can't stand and look them in the face because the devil is trying to sap your anointing. He'll attack your emotional state. Some of us didn't even know what depression was. We thought that was something that other people got. Until you couldn't get out of bed with Until you couldn't move your limbs. Until it was a struggle just for you to put your clothes on. And now you understand that the devil is trying to attack you. He doesn't want you to be strong. He don't want you to reach your potential. He don't want you to stop your own business. He don't want you to get yourself together so that a man can find you. And so he got you in the street thirsty, running down every time they can tie off. The God is trying to do something in y'all quiet in here. This is the consequence of having a covenant. If God is going to favor you, you got to know that the anointing. Yeah. It costs. Yeah. Yeah. And it costs the children of Israel because the king of Aram wants to attack them. The Bible says that he, he, he makes these designations, I'll attack them in such and such a place. I, I like that language. But yeah. some of you have lived long enough to have gone through some old such and such. If you can't even necessarily put a name on it, it's just some old such and such. Maybe some of you just sat by somebody that's some old such and such. This old such and such right here. Sweet the Lord. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's that thing that you cannot put a 
a name on you just got to say that was some old such and such when, when he attacks you stuff that just don't make sense people that don't like you for no reason at all that's just some old such and such a brand new car that break down in the middle of the street that's just some old such and such you got your air conditioning service last summer and it's gone out again this year that's just some old such come on holler back back to me some old such and such and so here it is the word of God reminds us uh, that there are consequences to covenant. But the second thing the text is, is that there is a revelation of relationship. Okay. The king of Aram is wanting to attack the children of Israel. See, we're going to attack them at such and such a place. But every time an attack is initiated, God tells Elisha, Y'all don't come down here. And Elisha goes to the king of Israel and says, God said, don't come down here. And they don't come down here. There's a whole lot of things that happen right there. First of all, God has to talk to the man and you got to listen to the man of God. There's a whole lot of us that find ourselves under attack in life because you didn't listen to the man of God when he told you the first time. Y'all were pride in a mud in here. And you can add, you can talk to you and feel some kind of way, but my job is to be the seer, to stand on the law, to watch over your soul. And if I see you about to walk off a cliff, I would be a fool not to tell you, hey, that's a cliff. You can die walking off the cliff. The problem is some of y'all like walking off cliffs. And then want to be mad at me when you break a, a leg in the valley, man of God, why you did you were trying to keep me from being happy. You just didn't want to see me do things. Is there anybody real enough to testify? Sometimes what God is telling you, you don't want to hear it, but you need to hear it. It'll make you better. It'll lead you to victory. Somebody ought to say, I thank God for the man of God. I mean, it's like throwing my whole party right now, but somebody ought to thank him for me. Somebody ought to say, God, thank you that Pastor Priest and told me time and time again that getting into this whole foolishness will lead you into some old such and such. And you can't hear him because y'all don't talk on a regular basis. Let, let's keep it 100. If I were to call your phone, you may not even know my phone number. It may not come up on call ID. But if you sit and you listen to me every week, there's something familiar about my voice. Yeah. And you would be able to say, well, that's Pastor Free. I don't know why. Why did you call me? I know it's you. I listen to you talk enough between Facebook and Twitter and all these different things. You have heard my voice enough to be familiar with my voice. Here it is. What the Word of God says is that when you have genuine relationships, then there is clarity in communication. Here it is. First of all, because proximity yields an opportunity. If you are close to God, then you'll be able to hear from God. But some of us don't have revelation because you just ain't close to God. You can't do all of your doing at your house, never come to his house and assume God's going to talk to you. Y'all are quiet. I mean, I'm just saying, whoever wants to be in a relationship where we always got to go to your house, even if I got a bachelor pad and I got two lawn chairs in my living room, every now and then I need you to come to my house because that's what relationships. Does. But what we'll do is we want God to always come bless our 
sick my soul, sick my heart, sick my marriage, sick my child, and you won't show up, y'all quiet. And the most proximity gives opportunity. Lord, as long as I'm close to you, then I'll be able to receive revelation. Elisha. God, in my mind, talked to Elisha about the danger of Israel. And Elisha's not even talking to God about that. When Elisha goes and says, God, I just want to thank you for being God. God says, cool. And by the way, the Aramaeans are going to try to sneak you tomorrow night. Anybody ever had conversations with somebody and the conversation wasn't about that, but because y'all were having conversation, that came up. If you talk to God enough, God will talk to you about everything you need. Y'all ain't talking about this. I'm, I'm just saying, you might not even be praying about your marriage, but if you pray enough, that will come up some stuff about your marriage. You might not be praying about your career, but talk to God enough and he'll tell you it's time to quit, but wiser. If you talk to God enough, everything in your life will come up. Proximity yields opportunity, but then familiarity yields clarity. Only when you are familiar with the voice of God can you clarify the things of God. Some of us want to hear a word from God, but you are so unfamiliar with Him that if He spoke, you wouldn't know it was Him. God, why today? I, I hope anybody being blessed by his raise your hand. Here's something. Here it is. At the end of the day, I got to talk to God enough that His voice is familiar, so that when I need to hear from Him, I know it's Him. But this is what'll happen: if you ain't talked to God in a long time, the devil will sound like Him. Enough men to surround the city. 
a whole lot of folks to surround the city to surround it. That's a whole bunch of people. And that's what the king sent for one little old prophet. I ain't got time. I need to be quick today. I need to be on top of it. Because when greater is he that is in me, then he that is in the world, the devil got to surround the city. Is there anybody in here that says, I didn't understand why there was so much attack for just little old me? Come on, come on, come on, five of you, five of you. I, I didn't understand at the moment why it had to be all of this stuff for just little old me. But now I understand that the enemy saw the depth of my anointing and he knew he wasn't going to be able to get me with a cold. He knew he wasn't going to be able to get me by causing me to miss my rent one month. And so it had to be a whole bunch of stuff. Surrounding my life Everywhere I looked There was more enemy There was more drama There was more pain There was more confusion Because yeah. This anointing that's on my life It ain't gonna be took out By no small attack <laughs> They track him They track him down the dolphin They track him down the dolphin And skills Early in the morning The servant walks out And when he walks outside he sees the Aramean army surrounding mm -hmm. the city. Drake, between services, the Lord messed me up because how can the servant see what's surrounding the city? Because when you're anointed, you've got a vantage point that's bigger than right where you are. And that's the reason that the devil can't stand you because you keep on thinking of things that are bigger than this small little skill in which you're standing. And this is the servant because he is connected to the man of God. Some kind of way he has sight line that goes all the way. I'm talking about how you see Dove Springs and Fruverville at the same time. How do you have vision that is bigger than the block you live on, the subdivision your house is in, the city that you live because I'm anointed with a few that goes further. And so here he is. He steps out and he sees that the enemy is surrounding the city because just as you're anointed don't mean you ain't afraid. Let's, let's keep it 100. He goes back in and wake up and lights the balls. We got a problem. They have surrounded the city. He's scared. What is we going to do? Anybody else in here real enough to testify that you found yourself surrounded by the enemy? Yeah. And your heart dropped into your stomach. You didn't want to answer the phone. Really. Didn't feel like going out to eat because life had you surrounded. Love didn't feel like love no more. You didn't want nobody to call you, touch you, text you, tweet you, none of that. Because you felt like life had surrounded you. Now, in fact, I can tell that there are about seven of you in the room right now. The reason you can't rejoice, the reason you can't witness to the sermon is because right now your life is surrounded. You're in hell and you're tired of being there. Tired of struggling. Tired of being tired. Tired of being alone. Tired of being frustrated. If I'm on your streets, you ought to holler if you hear me. Is there anybody else in the room that will declare what I have seen? That scared the Jesus out of me. Because it seems like I'm seeing sickness. I'm seeing failure. I'm seeing poverty. I'm seeing loneliness. And it scares me. The doctor says there's a spot So what he saw is scary I look at my bank account And my phone, all the numbers In the bank account are negative and red And that scares me Because I got more months to live out And I ain't got no money Is there anybody real enough to testify That sometimes life will scare you That what you can see Will cause you to be afraid Sometimes what I see scares me But somebody ought to strip in your neighbor Grab them by the hand and tell them, uh, don't be scared. Uh, you gotta tell them like Biscuit said on the movie, like, uh, uh, mm, don't be scared. Uh, I know you've been through hell, but don't be scared. Uh, I know the devil is attacking you, uh, but don't be scared. Uh, I know you feel all by yourself, uh, but don't be scared. Uh, listen, I know you're in a valley uh, that you have never been in before. Uh, still the same God, uh, but you did it before. Uh, you can do it again. Uh, same God. Ain't no punks around here. Ain't no crosses around here. I ain't gonna let you be. I ain't gonna let you be. I'm 
I know it's some here. I know it's tough. But you ain't going to be scared not around her.
ain't going to go back to it because I've already treated it one time. But I can tell you this. If you're going to ever get to victory, you got to get rid of fear. I'm acronym for fear. S-E-A-R. It's failure to evaluate and analyze our resource. The only reason you scared is because you don't see how deep you actually rolling. Now see, we get the baby blessing to start the service. And uh, if you didn't know people, you would have thought it's just a man, his wife, and they little baby. And then if something would have pop off, sure he's a big fella, it might be hard to wrestle him. But next thing you know, I called up the godparents. And now it ain't just two and a baby, it's four and a baby. And so somebody that may have been thinking I could take them and well, maybe not. It seemed like there's a little more to it. But when I pulled around and said, is there any family in here? Folks had to move out the way. Because they had a crew with them. That was unseen. Somebody ought to start right now. Somebody ought to tell the devil, you think you're trying You think you're fooling with just me. Lord, open his eyes and let him see that we're wrong. 
really deep out here, huh? and when he opened his eyes, huh? what he saw huh? was an army huh? around the army, huh? soldiers huh? around the soldiers, huh? horses huh? around the horses. Huh? But the problem was, huh? the horses around the horses, huh? they were what the young people huh? would call lit. Huh? They was on fire. Huh? It was something different huh? about the outer circle. Huh? And I need somebody huh? to declare huh? that the devil tried with huh? But who I'm rolling with huh? is lit. Huh? There's fire. Huh? There's power. Huh? Somebody shout yeah. Shout yeah. Greater is he huh? that is in me huh? than he huh? that is in the world. Huh? Somebody in here. Huh?
I know, I know. It's so hard to say goodbye. Anyway, listen, this is the conclusion of our time together. I pray that you've been tremendously blessed and I speak an abundance of favor over your weekend. Don't forget to tune back in to our Free Indeed Friday next week. Remember, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Till next time, live life abundantly. Ah, Listen, friends, if you've been blessed by this podcast, you need to make your way over to our website, www.freetheletterindeedministries.com. On our site, you can find everything from movies to live recordings and studio records. Uh, Also, my first book, God Wants Me. You can follow us on all social media outlets. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Our handle is at free, the letter N, D-M-I-N. Please believe we got some amazing things in store and you don't want to miss one moment of it. So go ahead and follow us. Like do it like right now. Like go check it out. Like, like, like right now, right now. Hey family, I'm super excited because we're working on a new project that we'll release on Palm Sunday. A hip hopera called Do G's Get to Go to Heaven? I'm retelling the gospel through the contemporary eyes of the repentant thief Dismas that died on the cross next to Jesus. Help me spread the word and get prepared to see something that's going to bless your life.